Hello and welcome to the Glastonbury Calling Podcast with Ian and Jem. Yeah, exciting one this week. Uh, we'll let you know who is playing our Glastonbury 2023 festival. Yeah, we've got a mini one coming up in just about four weeks. So uh, shout out for that one. Uh, also, have a chat about airports. Uh, weird things they are. Um, and uh, gigs coming up this weekend. Right, we're going to kick off the show uh, with the setbacks, and this is Miss England. We kicked off the show with Miss England by the setbacks, and uh, yeah, welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. How are you doing, Jem? Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, feeling kind of pucker, really. I use that with a P, pucker. by the way. Yeah, yeah. And, I've never heard you say that once before. I know, I know. Well, we've got to, you know, we've got to keep the, the interest going of varieties. Oh, I see this. Everyone, listen to this. He's prepared for Glastonbury calling and he's prepared for the podcast and he's prepared for everything. And he's just got a nice little bit of amber nectar, as I say in Australia. Yeah, too, right? I've and got all beer. I've got, all I've got is my hairy yeti, I've got... uh, which is there to bring out our vibes and sounds to you. No, good, thank you. You sound a lot better. Are you sort of feeling pucker, Ian? Yeah, I'm feeling really excited because, like, I've been oh, putting a few days in getting glass recording organized and now i've got that sort of uh buzz where we've got things ready and uh i'm i'm really really excited so 
um yeah it's it, yeah it's taken a lot to get get the courage up to do it again but uh now i have i'm really excited with the lineup but we'll talk about that later on uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll say about it after the next section but um yeah brilliant really looking forward to it and it's sort of given me some energy um but also um yeah yeah what, what did you get up to at the weekend do you know what? I can't remember. You can't remember. <laughs> it was either that brilliant or I think it was more of a relaxing weekend, not not doing a lot. Did it quite quickly. I've I've had a few days off this week, so it's an opportunity just to sort of uh, recharge those batteries for the next adventure. But no, well, so we're planning for tomorrow. We're going out to a gig tomorrow. We'll talk about that uh, a bit oh, later. Cool. Yeah. So I really can't remember. Does that show my age that I'm actually a memory loss here? Um, I can tell you what I did half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, our, our whole weekend went to pot last weekend. I mean, um, uh, I was um, uh, on on the Friday. We would have gone to the Max's gig. Really wanted to go to it, but I couldn't string two words together without coughing. Still, so I was still really rough on Friday. Still not, you know, because I'm still been working through it. And I worked seven days, I think, on the trot or something like that. So it was just, um, I was on my knees by the end of that. Uh, and then also uh, the following, um, sat on the Saturday, we said we were going to the um, uh, uh, halfway house at Pitney to watch them get their reward. We went in there. We couldn't even get in the door. It was that packed. It was absolutely rammed to the top with people. So we thought, oh, dear. So we we went to, um, we ended up going to Eli's uh, out at Langport and having a couple of pints there, which is a really uh, notorious and historic pub, I think. That's mm. how you would describe it. Quite interesting. I know the um, Snake, Snake, Snake Boys used to hang out there. And while we were there, uh, we were just there randomly in the afternoon. Someone's out in one of the other little rooms playing a ukulele. We were—I was sat next to the fire, topping the fire up for him, trying to stop it going out. Um, so we, we went there, and then we went and got some fish and chips on the on the way home. So yeah, that was quite good fun. This is kind of a word word podcast this week. We've had pucker and notorious, two really yeah. solid words of old. I just remember what I did last weekend. Oh, yeah. And I'm really, really sorry, Carolyn, because it was her birthday party and we went to a party. Oh, you said nice... you were going to a party? Yeah, no, I just remembered. And that's really, really remiss. So I went to a party. I don't get to many parties. And you sit down and there are people that knew me that are thinking, do I know you? And it's someone who grew up as a kid in yeah. the rural Somerset Rural Life Museum in Glastonbury. How cool is that? They grew up in the Rural Life Museum. Yeah, because their grandparents, uh, that oh, was their that's house. that's really cool. So I thought I'd throw that into the Glastonbury Calling podcast. I love sort of stories of old. So she has very, very vague memories. I hadn't seen yeah. her for, since the, we went down to see just after the the sort of lifting of certain amounts of the uh, COVID lockdowns and stuff. And that's yeah. when I first met her. And just had a catch up. And I just said, oh, I just want to hear about all the stories of the Rural Life Museum. Um, so that's that was really cool. Apparently, her mother has very vivid memories of of growing of growing up there because she was the daughter. So that was great. And then one of these parties where some of uh, Carolyn's friends came round and had lots of musicians. So in came the violin and the guitar. And we there was like an Americana sing around sort of you know um, yeah yeah uh, going down to the sort of singing songs from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. And everyone just had a bit of a sing song. It was actually a really brilliant party. So oh, yeah, wow. had a great time, and it was really nice to get out. So thank you. Oh, Thanks for the reminding me. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's, it, yeah, it sounds uh, it sounds really good. I mean, she must have had, you know, they they put on a lot of events there as well. She must have seen some really good things growing up. Well, it was originally a farm, so they grew up oh, on the no. farmhouse, and then the family bequeathed it to Somerset Museum. Yeah. So it's been handed over after, um, you know, it was a farm. It was a, it, it was their 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 life, their way of life, their their in, income, 
and uh, and then when obviously families some, some families can't do it anymore and so it was handed over to the heritage museum so there, there was it was it was very much uh, someone's home and and, it, and that history and that life was ca- carried over and some of the artifacts were sort of given over as well so yeah no that was a i always like catching up with that cuz i'm going to try and get some recordings from that maybe we could play a little bit on this uh, a little snippet of what life was like at the rural life so that's that's the plan for the medium term future okay well we'll we'll play some music now and then we'll talk about uh, what we've done with last recording uh, this is a brand new track uh, by an act called nature is noisy right, i'm playing this this week because they're playing um, in the King Arthur, a week on Saturday, Cameron Scott, uh, one of the local musicians you might know, uh, it's he's he's uh, in the duo, and this is this is um, uh, a track of theirs called "In It Withering." Why don't you and I have a look at I don't know what I'm going to 
Okay, uh, Godsend there by Pete Izzard. He's playing at the King Arthur on Sunday. Um, so playing a little music. There's, there's a few of it. It looks really busy on Saturday, actually, this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about all that later. But uh, <clears throat> as I've said, I've been quite busy organising uh, the last recording. Um, we, we're just running it in the King Arthur this year. Um, I'm just... Uh, we lot, yeah. As everyone knows, we lost. Well, funnily enough, when I talk to people, there's a lot of people that don't know. Uh, we lost our social media for about four months when we were going to be organising the festival. Uh, plus, other personal things went on in our careers and and those sort of things. So <laughs> basically, everything went to to pot uh, to try and get the full event on this year. So uh, what we decided to do is uh put a put a uh friday the 3rd of march and saturday the 4th of march on at the king arthur because to be fair it's the easiest one of all the venues to organize because everything's there and you don't have to worry about getting pas in sound engineers they do everything all that side of it for us and they're absolutely cracking venue from that side um and then uh, basically uh, I've just got to book the acts and make sure and try my best to make sure it works financially. Uh, uh, so all, all we do, uh, and what we, the most exciting thing is I've got in my head, we've got a cracking lineup anyway. And uh, uh, whenever we do glass and recording, no matter, no matter what the King Arthur side of it's always packed. So hopefully this will satisfy some of those the people. Uh, it will give them something to look forward to, uh, to go to uh, over in the next uh, in the next month, I think. So here we go. I'm not hearing the details. Are you ready to launch the lineup here? And if you're going to say no, I'm going to be yeah. working on you. Ever no, so no, gently. no. I am. I am because I can say it on here, and I can put the podcast out when I put the ticket link out and everything like that. So that's fine. That's fine. So, so who we got? Um, on the Friday, uh, we've got uh, an act coming up who've been supporting Liquid State. Uh, they're doing uh, a tour together uh, called Adama, uh, young, young, young female metalhead. Uh, Liquid State, uh, punk uh, metal rock band. We've had them play before. They're cracking band. They're really good. And a uh, band that we had play... Uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, they went down a storm. A lot of people said they really loved them. Uh, we've got them headlining on a Friday called the Droogs. Not the Droogs, sorry. Droogs. Uh, they're a really, really good band. They came down and played um, a charity fundraiser um, at the end of last year um, uh, uh, in Street. Uh, and that was sold out and pretty packed. So um, hopefully we'll get a few of those people over to see Droogs. I mean, they're an absolutely cracking live band, really, really good live band. I couldn't, uh, and and morning, morning um, capable of headlining. You know, people people will love them. Uh, and then on Saturday, um, kicking it off, Jay Anderson. Uh, he he come down and played like a, a acoustic set um in my fine deli last year and um uh he's playing with his full electric band this time uh he's asked he, he approached us and asked us if we could come down and play with them uh zanny as everyone knows they are rapper but a bit off the wall a bit skewiff uh and uh really good stuff uh, so he's looking to play He's playing. Uh, then Flo Parker, as uh, Flo Parker Bombash, Bombosh, sorry. So she's playing with her band. Uh, so that'll be exciting to see her with her full band. Um, also, we have uh, Killerton, which is a couple of ex-UKID boys, and they've been rocking a lot of gigs around here in the Arthur as well. Uh, there's the Pagans SOH, uh, who... Uh, we saw at Rockaway Beach, and, and usually we've got a band down from Birmingham to come down and play. They're a really, really good band, and sort of like 
that whole sort of Birmingham type rap with rock metal influence. So they're really good fun. Uh, and they're quite humorous on stage and they're really exciting to watch live. They're really good fun to see live. Uh, Two Day Coma, who are uh, an indie folk rock band from Bristol. They've been about for ages. We've seen them at lots of festivals. And um, I really, really love them. Well, what, then their singer's like an Eastern European singer and uh, uh, they're really good. Uh, Ruben's Daughters, who um is Ruben from Port Erin he's got like um this project going on uh, with several musicians he's got in the band uh they're sort of like XTC-ish uh that sort of thing uh but they're really really good they had a um their debut album out at the end of last year which is a cracking cracking album one of the best albums last year and then headlining uh, on that Saturday, uh, they played it a lot of times, but, you know, we, they definitely deserve a head type, headline slot. Class we call in is Cosmic Ninja, uh, the um, rock, uh, metal, electronic, um, female-fronted act uh, who are absolutely rock the place out there. Everyone... Loves Cosmic Ninja. They're absolutely blinding band. And they played a, a really good friendship with them, and they played a lot of festivals um, around the local area as well. So I think a lot of people will look forward to seeing them. So you can talk now. Uh, well, I'm just sitting remembering when I saw Cosmic Ninja when you sort of introduced me to the group, saying I think you're going to like them, and I was being sceptical. And I still remember it being one of the best gigs I've ever been to at the King Arthur yeah. that night. Yeah, I think uh, my son was there as well, and he was deliberately trying to ply me with uh, alcohol that night, which made it even more special. Down at the front, uh, really, really good. Uh, Ruben's daughters, I think, it was amazing. Two day coma, two day coma. I'm looking forward to. to that's the thing about music these days. You can actually go and explore their, their music online. And so I'm going to do that after this. Uh, the Pagans SOM, never heard of them. So I'm interested. S-O-H. Yeah. I can't spell. That's my dyslexic head. Can I not just put S-O-S because I need some help? Um, S-O-S, the Pagans S-O-S. Yeah, no, I'm the one that needs an SOS to help me read yeah. my dyslexic head. Anyway, we're looking forward to them. Uh, it's really nice to invite bands, you know, in, into our area. So that would be cool. Uh, always wonder what happened to UKID because they were never one of your favourite groups, were they? Oh, no. Globe yeah. Parker's band sounds amazing. I've always, I keep missing her gigs. So I hope yeah, to be yeah. uh, Zanny has seen before. Jay is. Uh, it's great when he gets gigs um he's a, he's a dude he's a good guy yeah 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 i know he's a really good guy so uh i'm trying to remember what the soh stands for in in the um in pagan's soh i'm trying to remember now it's quite interesting uh it says they're a four piece band from west bromwich set on a pagan voyage uh they're leatherman glastonbury then well i was going to say that yes they're they're, they're coming home yeah uh it says the pagans uh all but instruments to channel the divinity of life through your ears to your soul one by one. So, uh, but they're really good. They're real good laugh as well. And I think, I think people will love them. Uh, and, uh, but it's a cracking lineup. I, I, I'm every act there. I really want to watch. So, I mean, that's probably because I picked it, but <laughs> Yeah, it's not not difficult, really. No, I'm I'm excited. I was wondering what was going to happen. Everyone's been asking, you know, is there going to yeah. be a Glastonbury calling? So you've created that demand. It's like splitting a group up and then reforming again. Yeah, it? yeah. I mean, that was the other thing as well. We were saying about the the losing the social media. Uh, that was the other scary thing. Even if I'd have rushed it and got like a full event on, um, it's like how effective. Uh, you know, all, all all the sharing, getting stuff out there is going to be and how many people we'll manage to reach because we had that, we've got all that audience built up and I think we have, but I don't know what's gone on with the social media. So I can't suddenly have an event that we've gone, budget, you know, for five, six, seven hundred people and then suddenly go, 
oh, we, we, you know, I'll, I'll get this out there. Everyone's going to find out about it and hear about it. And they just don't do by, by the social media. So as well, this is a good test to see our reach and uh, how we get to before next year's one. Because it is a bit scary. It's a, it's, it's a lot of risk. Cause, it you is. Know, yeah. and, and, and especially at the moment where we know we want to support live music, but sometimes yeah. it's hard. The cost of living yeah. crisis means to see, you know, these big groups. It's quite expensive, isn't it? And that that mm. is why Glastonbury Calling is so special. It, yeah, well, it's well, great. It's thing. great value. It's yeah. local. You don't have to go very far. Well, um, we... And hopefully people will support their local music venues in, in Glastonbury and around. Yeah. Well, if people just want to go to the Friday, it's a fiver. If people just want to go to the Saturday, it's 12 quid for the whole day um there's other events that's on the arthur and they're about 35 40 quid for the whole weekend uh and like for the week for the friday saturday we've charged 15 pounds if people want to go to that so you know we that's the other thing with it and then trying to put on the lineup is keeping the balance between paying the acts enough but also keeping the ticket price down so people can have a good night out for a good price or a good, you know, good weekend out for a good price. Sounds great to me. It sounds good value. And I think the thing is there's so much to tempt, tempt us all. So, no, and I think the poster that you're um, going to put out that um, you're giving me a sneak, sneak preview of yeah. um, is, is very reflective of all the hard work that you have done in, in Glastonbury and on the local music scene. So thank you. No, 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 no. We're really excited. Anyway, let's play some music. Bizarrely, I'm not playing any music from any acts that are playing because we're going to do that over the next few weeks in the lead up to the event anyway and get people excited. Uh, so this is Nigel G. Lowndes, a brand new track by him. Uh, and the man who wears two hats. think you know me but you can never tell my mood is always changing I could be heaven I could be hell cause I'm a man the man who wears two hats some days I am good Some days I am bad Some days they make me happy Some days just make me mad Cause I'm a man The man who wears Children stop and stare, but they never can tell whichever hat I wear, cause I wear them so well. Yeah, I'm the man. The man who wears two hats Yeah, I'm the man The man who wears two hats You might think you know me But you cannot be sure My mood is always changing I think I told you once before Cause I'm the man The man who wears two 
hats Yeah, I'm the man The man who wears two hats Be merciful to me, I am a sinner runs of the litter Execution and Air by Witch Elm, who um, rocked out the last glass recording. So I thought I'd, I'd, I'd play that. So, um, yeah, really excited. Um, if you go on social media, the glass recording tickets uh, will be on sale when you uh, after you've heard this podcast. So uh, you can you can uh, go and find those. Uh, just go on, on our social media group. And uh, yeah, you'll definitely see him anyway. So um, I'm really. What, what's also very nice is uh, you just played Nigel G. Lowndes with a man who wears two hats, and he performed at the last Glastonbury calling, or the last but one. It was last year at the Red Brick Building, and I remember him playing that. You can't forget a title of a song with a person wearing two hats, can you? No, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, you can you swap them on and off, can't you? As much as you want, you know? or put one on top of each other, so you've got like an extra layer on your head. Yeah, but if you had two hats, yeah, what two hats would you have? Well, it's got to be a bit when I I forgot what they're called the the Russian dolls that you they go on top of each other, sort of Kate Bush territory. Oh, it's yeah, got to be yeah. one that slips over the, the other one very 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 easily without falling off because it, it, I like to balance things on my head. I like I like going around. I like putting vegetables on my head. I don't know why. Maybe <laughs> Nigel could write a song about the man who likes to wear vegetables. Yeah, uh, well, my, on his head. Well, I, I own two sorts of hats. One's a woolly beanie hat to keep my head warm in the winter and the other one's a baseball cap to keep the sun off my head in the summer so like, or your neck my depending which way, or depending which way you wear it do you wear it do you wear it rat style or do you wear it i'm on a boat and i, I need don't, to see I don't, the direction I, i'm not when i wear it direction. Rap, when i wear it rap style i'm not wearing it rap style to try and look cool it's like me being very uh pink and ginger uh well gray and ginger now um uh i i sometimes have to turn it around to cover the back of my neck uh so it's i i might i might look a bit of a a a dylan wearing my hat back to front and too old to be doing it but i'm just trying to keep the sun off my it's a total practical use not not the the, the easiest way to do it is to wear a beanie hat and then wear a hoodie on top of it that that that's quite smart it's quite easy and if the hoodie falls off you still got your beanie hat to protect you yeah so that's the closest i'm going to get to wearing two hats anyway enough of that what what are we talking about now well what we're talking about well i'm i'm off on holiday uh, oh, here we um, go. On, on, here he on, goes. On, He's on, just rubbing it in. He mentioned his no. last week. Oh, oh, you know. Sorry, sorry. How many holiday? How many? How many times did you go to Italy last year? That's not the point. The point how is, many, you know, many, 
Well, no, it, it wasn't. It was. It was more than one, and it was probably less than a hundred. <laughs> less than a hundred, yeah, yeah, somewhere between the two, right? So, yeah, but but the whole thing, the the holiday and that, you really look forward to. But aren't airports weird? They're just like such an odd concept going through an airport, isn't it? It's nothing like anything else you do or experience in life going through an airport and 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 trying to get board a plane that whole sort of setup and the thing going through it's dehumanizing it yeah. should be exciting when i was a kid and you know when air travel was seen as the, the aspirational way to travel and now we have to question how often we travel um it to me uh, having gone for a few London airports in the last year, it feels like an assault. You, you're, yep. It's like walking into a live advertisement. So as well as going through this process of, do you actually really come from here? Where are you really from? Do you actually have a <laughs> job? Uh, and what are you really working at? All those interrogatory questions, which is enough to hack anybody off. Yeah. You finally get through all the security. Then you get through the security, but then you've left your glasses in your pocket, which sets off the alarm. Yeah. The sniffer and dogs got, coming you... out. They're not sniffing for drugs. They're sniffing at, 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 at your, your kind of private parts. That's what they're doing. That's what those yeah. dogs are trained for I'm not happy about that so you finally get through then you can't do up your bag then you leave something behind and then finally you walk through the duty free and you feel like you're on a live advertisement all these things that you just don't really want to buy and people trying to sell you stuff that's airports yeah yeah but and as well when you're going through the airport security you've got to take your belt off your socks your shoes yeah not your socks but your shoes and every, you know all that sort of thing that could have metal and then they hand, you get it all at the back through a little box. And then when you get through the end, there's never anywhere to sit down. You've got to put your shoes back on. It's like all these people hopping around on one foot trying to get their shoe back yeah. on. You know, it's bonkers. And, <laughs> and invariably, I'm next to someone who's got like, They've gone through, they've worn the heaviest coat, they've put their walking yeah. boots on. Because when I travel on low-cost airlines, I'll get, tend to go in my walking boots, and I find them more comfortable anyway. And then I'm sitting next to somebody who's larger than me, and I I go up to their armpit and then have to put up sort of a, a clothes peg on my nose. Yeah. So, yes, it's an interesting experience. And you just wish that someone would actually talk, you know. But, you know, there are other times that airports are great. If you get the opportunity to go to a small airport where you've got the old-fashioned 60s style, yeah. where you just walk off the plane and you walk on the onto the runway and there's only a few small aircraft there. That That is really what you want, a small yeah, place. Yeah, that's, where that's they... what we had at Inverness last year in there. Yeah. And they say when hello to you. Back on the plane, you sit yeah, out exactly. there. And, yeah. And well, you, it's just ace. There's about like those three planes flying out in the morning, I think, from Inverness, and that was it. And you just got in there. And then they said... Oh, just go and sit in, go and get, you know, because we were going to go and check in two hours beforehand. And they said, no, just go and sit in the cafe and go and wait. We'll, we'll call you. And everyone just went up, queued up and got on the plane. You know, it's just, bon it was just like. I think I think I can handle all that because uh, in terms of where you get to, because you, you've got the excitement of wherever you're going, catching oh, yeah. your family. And so it's that anticipation. And even with all the delays that may happen, which is quite frequent now, you've got the anticipation of visiting maybe a long lost family, a friend, a lover, whatever. It's great. But it's getting back. So this is the only thing I'm just going to I'm just giving you a bit of therapy here is that when you get back, you you land and then you've got to go through this customs and immigration in your own country and you're queuing for anything up to an hour because they're short staff or the automatic gates don't work very well and it's that's the point you think well you've got another two or three hours to get back home afterwards yeah and you just have to somehow think about like glastonbury or wherever and just meditate and switch off from everything and just not let this thing annoy getting back is the worst part of it i think when yeah. you're done and you've then you're so exhausted you need another break um sometimes i think oh, i wish i stayed at home so having had two days off i've just had a staycation being up on the corn talks had a nice walk yesterday yeah and i've quite enjoyed that really not going no 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 i bet you do but it's like what what do you do in an airport when you get there for two hours it's like I've got two hours to kill. I'm like, it's like. It's... I read a whole book last year yeah. when you know when I went to see my daughter in Canada. I read a whole book. Um, well, in the airport, that's what, in the airport, yeah, yeah, we were a bit delayed. Yeah, 
<laughs> and funny, I forgot a message from a daughter in Canada because she'd just been over to Europe and managed to catch up with her for a day. And she just tweeted about uh, welcome to the Canadian winter. And there's a picture of a small aircraft getting her back home covered in snow on the runway because Canada's going through its winters. But they're prepared for it. They can they still fly when it's snowy and apart from when it's stormy. We're just not prepared for anything. If any, it, you're on a fine edge, aren't you, with travel in this country? Yeah. When it works, it's great. It just takes the smallest wrong leaf to hit the ground or the wrong kind of fuel, and then you've got to wait for it all to be fixed up. But anyway, you'll yeah. be fine. Well, we, we, we've got the best weather to leave in on, on, on Friday because I've looked at the weather forecast and it's pretty nondescript, and there's no better, better weather condition to take off in. It's not too hot, it's not too cold, not too windy. It's just boring weather. So, as long as you've got no strikes, air traffic control uh, in no, France, no. or what we've got going on over here, power to the workers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hopefully they'll just let Ian travel before Glastonbury calling. You'll be cool. And the other thing you can do is just send messages to me, uh, what tracks you're listening to. And I think the one thing I just want to put in here, I still remember this group from the States called Trampled by Turtles listening uh, on a travel about 15, 20 years ago. And uh, in the old days, you used to listen to the in, you know, in-flight uh, tracks. And I've learned so much about music just by sitting on a plane. Now you can just bring your own, bring your own tablet yeah, or yeah, phone yeah. and listen to yeah. your own playlist. Listen to music. You can listen to the acts you, you've booked for Glastonbury Calling. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, you can download it. Well, that's the yeah. next thing I've got to do, make a playlist. Yeah, so I'll do a holiday playlist, yeah. But don't, for whatever you do, don't put on your holiday playlist, oh, I'm going to Barbados, because you end up in the wrong place. Yeah, true. Right, let's play some more music. We're going to play some Flo Parker, actually. Uh, this, This is Hunger Strike. I'm going home 
Okay, that's uh, Alex Roberts and uh, More Than Ever, and uh, he will be playing uh, on Friday night at the Avalon Club in Glastonbury, which uh, Dan Caruso started to use. He's using their hall upstairs as a venue. It looks uh, very uh, sort of 60s in there. It's quite interesting. So, um you know he's he, he's playing with Graham Ross on Friday. If uh, if you want to go to that, so uh, that's on. Uh, other gigs on this that that's the only one I've seen on the Friday. Uh, on on Saturday, uh, there's uh, Ruth Blake and Louisa Lane uh, playing at the King Arthur. Uh, Mother Vulture at, at the Cobblestones. Uh, Minehead Sailors House Singers are on at the Rifleman's. 
there's an embellic community celebration on at the assembly rooms. And then if you want to go a bit further afield and you like punk, there's room punk festival with discharge, far cue, setbacks and liabilities. AD. Uh, we played setbacks at the start of the show. And on Sunday, uh, at King Arthur, Pete Izzard is playing there. So, uh, yeah, a few things on uh, this weekend. Yeah, no, um, great to welcome uh, Ruth Blake back. Yeah. Um, I love the songs that she's been putting out recently. And uh, I remember when she played for her album launch a few years back at the King Arthur, uh, she put on a most beautiful spiritual performance and it's great to welcome her back and i know that uh, she always goes down well the king arthur love her and we we do as well so big out big up that um i'm going to a gig this evening uh, this actually. evening yes well, this or, evening or when the podcast it might have been out. yesterday evening it could have been or yes put people or, or... Yeah, well, we'll see when this podcast comes. I'm going out. into Bristol. I was thinking of inviting you with Roz, and yeah. we are going into the Lost Horizon, uh, which is an indie venue that's sort of been open not for very long. They have lots of eclectic music to see the Togo All Stars. You knew I would do that. Togo All Stars. Yeah, yeah they're an eight piece that. Afro I saw that beat online. Group. Yeah, uh, they are the real deal. So they're, they're playing Afrobeat. And. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, they don't live in the UK. I think the name of the group suggests uh, where they are from, uh, where they're really from. And I hope we give them a real big Bristol welcome when we see them. So, yeah, let you know how we get on in a couple of weeks' time. So that's we're doing that this evening or yesterday or tomorrow when we miss the podcast and we replay it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's uh, that's really exciting. Well, I hope you have fun there. Thanks. No, it should be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and as we say, we're not going to be out and about this weekend here because we're out and about uh, on uh, away. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Just, uh, um... I'm I'm also going to a gig on, oh. with Roz on Sunday uh, in Winverliscombe. So we're you keeping it strict. I know, I know, and I can't actually remember who it is. It's it's in the church in Winverliscombe, yeah. and it is. Oh, it's Jess. I'm going to mention this actually. Je- Jess Gillum, a saxophonist, playing sort of uh, classical and, and saxophone. She was one of the young musicians of the year. And she's playing at St Andrew's Church on the fifth of Sunday in Wiverliscombe. So we're going to be heading to that as well. So a bit of different culture. No punk in in that, but then I might make it to the punk on the fourth or third of March, whenever you're. When's last time recording again? I've forgotten. Uh, the third and fourth of March, Friday the third, and Saturday go. the fourth of nice. March. Well, so, have a good holiday, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I do expect at least uh, a text to sort of say something different, whether it be food, coconut ice cream. It, it could be, uh, is there a local uh, punk group you found that are going to fly all the way over to Glastonbury? Because they both begin with G, uh, even though you're going to Turkey, aren't you? You're going to Turkey. Yeah, yeah we're going to Turkey. Yeah. Hey, okay. Right, so, and- yes, nice yeah. to see you again. Have a great time. Thank and, you. And, uh, yeah, drop us a postcard. And get your tickets for Glassbury Calling on www.ticketsource.co.uk, oblique Glastonbury Calling. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so Glastonbury's Calling, do pick up. And yeah, do get, get, your t- get your tickets. Or if you're in the Arthur, there will be a couple of posters in there with a QR code. You can just scan and go on and buy your, buy your thing. Or nice go one. buy all the ticket links online on our social media if you can find it. So whatever you do, have a great weekend. And unlike yeah. me, pre- please remember what you've done, because for me it's more difficult. And then drop a line uh, and share that with us. Take care, everyone. Take care. Have a good time. Bye. Hey, when we started out, yeah. We were all sweet, innocent, and bright, uh, yeah. But hey, now we're coming back round, uh, yeah. Dragons on the waves, singed a few hands. Sometimes you know I lose sight, uh, yeah. Of all of you other ships braving the night. Sometimes, you know, I get scared of hey, hey. reaching for a hand to find it's not there. 
for a hand to find that's not there. You're needed here. Oh, remember your soul. 
Push off from the shore and keep your head above the water. Look around and celebrate all those who are there with you. We are brave ships sailing the wide waters of the unknown. We were made for these times.